Hello and welcome back to this Dad Does Disney podcast. I am your host Jason and today we are starting a four-part series about Universal Studios. That is the land where the light doesn't touch. That's my Lion King reference. No. So, uh, no, we're going to talk about Universal Studios Florida because I think right now everybody is looking at options. And, you know, there's a lot of things out there when it comes to how is Disney going to open? What should I do here? And there's a lot of things. It's really funny. I've had a couple of people ask me recently about like Universal and Universal kind of has this reputation and where we're going to kind of dive into some of these reputations and the things that I hear that are kind of myth after doing some research and also like, uh, like to give you clarity, right? Um, I've only been to universal once, one time I've been to universal and it was great and it was an amazing experience. And I went for Harry Potter and I got much more out of it. So I'm going to kind of share today, kind of the reputation that I hear mostly when people talk about universal studios, and I don't want to make it versus Disney World because I don't think those are fair comparisons. But let's be honest, most of our audience are Disney fans and they go to Disney and I'm a Disney fan, right? So there is going to be some comparison, but it's not on purpose. Like I don't want this uh, series that we're going to do on Universal. This series is really based on like getting information to you and also like maybe looking at Universal differently, right? And 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 helping me just as much as you understand like Universal isn't this comparison to Disney World. It really is its own separate universe and entity. And there's some things that are great about it. There's some things that are not so great about it. And we'll go over all that. But this episode, we're just going to talk about the reputation and some of those myths and kind of combat some of those things, right? So first probably the biggest thing that I hear from Universal is it's for older kids. You know, it's got bigger rides. It's for older kids. It's it's not meant for young kids where Disney has everything, right? Disney has everything for young kids and stuff like that. And when, you know, prior to doing some work and doing some uh, investigation and research about this, I, I had the same feeling. Like anytime that we would say, hey, why don't we go to Universal half the trip from our Disney World trip? The thing that me and my wife would say was, oh, it's kind of for older kids or maybe our kids won't get into it or anything like that. And that's really not the case. So when you think of Disney, uh, when you think of Universal, which I'm going to make that mistake a good bit, right? Um, you'll, you'll, you tend to think of like the big rides, right? That's what they advertise, like the Hulk and, and, but you think of like the big massive rides, right? And you think of like, wow, that's not meant for kids. But really, Universal has a lot of kid stuff. So some of the things, like from the Dr. Seuss land, so they have a land based on Dr. Seuss. Um, they also have trolls. Um, that's another thing that a lot of people love, especially my kids. Love trolls and trolls worldwide. Like there's meeting greets for them. Uh, Despicable Me, oh, which is minion based, obviously. So that's really, really, really exciting stuff. Um, so there, there's several things that are really kid based that... Truly, Universal does offer that maybe a lot we don't deep dive into enough. And we'll get more into attractions. I just want to talk this episode about kind of those reputations and those first reactions when people hear the word Universal, right? The next thing, and this is what I think of when I hear Universal, is Harry Potter Land. 
it's Harry Potter. That's all it is, right? So if I'm not into Harry Potter, I'm not going to like Universal. And if I'm into Harry Potter, that's all I'm going to do is do Harry Potter at Universal. So this is where I share my personal experience with this. Um, I was on a work trip and I talked to my sister and my sister and I are both very big Harry Potter fans and we've never been and we kind of planned it out that, hey, like, let's meet up um, on a Saturday in uh, Orlando and we'll, we'll, we'll go to Universal um, thinking that we were going to spend our whole day just in just enamored in the fandom of uh, Harry Potter. Right. So we get our tickets, we go, we, we do it. And, and, and if you don't know, it's in two separate parts, you have Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade, right? Which we could talk about Harry Potter on and on, but they're two separate theme parks um, with different attractions. And they have some shared attractions like Ollivanders and stuff like that. Um, and you get there with the Hogwarts express and, and, and it's super cool, but it, it is two separate parks. So, the equivalent of a hopper you need to do, which we'll get into, but this episode, remember about reputation. And so we were like, okay, cool. Like, you know, we, we rode the rides and we happened to get lucky. It wasn't a busy park day. So like the longest wait I think we had was 45 minute wait. Um, this is before Hagrid's, um, new ride. So we, I have not ride, uh, ridden that attraction, I should say. So, um, so we did everything and we were done in like three hours. We rode everything multiple times, had butterbeer, went to Ollivander's, got our wands, did some souvenir shopping, uh, interacted with, uh, you know, uh, universal cast members and just everything. Like we did, like we were fulfilled in three and a half to four hours done. And I was like, Hmm, what we, we still have this whole day of park ticket. Like, what are we going to do with it? And we just weren't prepared. We were like, okay, cool. So we started walking around and my sister is a more of a thrill junkie than I am. And so she rode some cool roller coasters and I did a couple things. And I think King Kong just opened. Yeah. Yeah. So I did King Kong and I did, um, I, you know, I'm a big blues brothers fan and we did it and it was fun and we had a good, great day at universal and it was awesome. And, um, it, it's more than Harry Potter land. Um, from, from Fast and the Furious to, like I said, Minions to uh, Jimmy Fallon, Voodoo Donuts. There's the Riverwalk, which is a great place for like food. There's so much to do there that it's not just Harry Potter. And if you like Harry Potter or love Harry Potter like I do, oh yeah, you'll love it. You'll, you'll think it's amazing. But I think don't go into it one-sided of thinking it's just Harry Potter. Because you if you do it right... I'm assuming, let's say if it's a busy day, you can do five to six hours there. But if it's on a non-traditional, not busy day, you we did everything, everything, and multiple times, like within three hours. It's a like you're not prepared, and and I think if you are considering Universal, like it's not just Harry Potter Land. I, I would strongly suggest doing your research, working with a travel agent to make that happen because I I it, it is much more than Harry Potter Land, which. Also brings me to the next point, big roller coasters. Oh, you know, I'm not a big ride junkie. And look, once again, Jason here, I do not like big roller coasters. I am not a fan of heights. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I did not ride the Accredit Coaster in Disneyland because I'm not a big height guy. I do get really nervous and um, that's a phobia that I deal with. So I'm not going to ride the Hulk. Like that's just, just something that it's cool. I appreciate it, but I am not a 
I'm not going to ride the Hulk. Like that, that, that doesn't seem pleasant to me at all, but it, there's so many other rides. Like I said, fast and furious, King Kong, Jurassic park. There's, there's a lot of other attractions that you don't have to necessarily do the big, big thrill rides. Like, yeah, they do have them, but it's not, you don't have to do that ride to appreciate universal. There's a lot of other stuff at universal to do. So to kind of recap some of the things we've talked about, right? It's only for older kids. Nope, not the case. So you got trolls, you got minions, you got, um, there's a lot of other things out there that you can do that it's not just for older kids. Um, it's more, uh, it's, it's Harry Potter land. Yeah. Harry Potter is significant, but if you're not a Harry Potter plan, there's still so many things from Jurassic park to fast and furious trolls, minions, King Kong, there's just so much there that you it's not just about Harry Potter, right? Um, big roller coasters. Yes, they do have those big roller coaster rides bigger than the ones that Disney currently have, which that's a different topic for a different day. But um, but it, it, it there's so many other casual rides for you to enjoy. Um, another thing that I want to talk about is magical, right? So I'm going to be honest, like I'm going to shoot you straight, right? So... Is Universal magical is a great question because it's not built for the same reasons Disney was built. It is a theme park. It it, it, it is themed extremely well. Is it magical, though? There's moments in time that it is magical and there's moments in time that it's a theme park. I still think Disney is magical and I still think they did a great job with creating the space and the environment that it doesn't, it, it, it blends together really, really well. So the hub and spoke style of, you know, and I'm a Disney nerd. So obviously I know all that kind of stuff where you could be in universal. I mean, not universal. You get, yeah, well in universal, you could be in Jurassic park and you could see Hogsworth. Uh, you can see the school of Harry Potter and that takes away from the magical experience because you want to be in an experience where just imagine if you were in Animal Kingdom and you could see Cinderella's castle. It, it, it would take away from that, right? It, it wouldn't be the same experience and it would kind of be weird, right? So, so is it magical? Yes, it is magical. Do I think Disney's more magical? Yes, I do think Disney's more magical. But, disclaimer... I've been to Disney before and, and and had cast members and employees and other things. Didn't look thrilled to be there, which in any professional environment that happens, right? Um, people have bad days. They're human. They can have that. There may not be, um, they, they may more tenure employees that uh, have lost that Disney magic and that Disney stuff. Could be, 100%. And I've been around some amazing cast members that have made my experience so magical that it's just it was, it was just amazing, right? I had amazing experiences with the cast members, and I don't know if they're called cast members, so that's something that I might need to research. But the, the, the team at Universal made my experience magical. And, and I'll give you some specific examples. I went one day, so hold with me, right? Like it was crazy that how people interacted in um inside of uh, the Harry Potter attractions in um from Hogsmeade to Ollivanders to all the places it was they were into it. I didn't see one member of Universal staff, especially in the Harry Potter uh, worlds, that was just 
wasn't built in, like wasn't bought in, like just a 100% like into what role they were playing. Uh, they recognized me and my sister a couple times because we rode attractions multiple times and they realized that she was Slytherin, which if you have no clue what I'm talking about, I'm sorry, read, read Harry Potter. You'll get a better idea of that. And then I was Gryffindor and they're like, oh, how do you know each other? And, and they're like, oh, house divided. Da, da, da. And it was just when we were in queues, like I understand like queues are queues, right? And, and, and I think both theme parks have done an amazing job on upgrading queues to make it feel like part of the attraction. Um, but like the, the mem the team members at universal were amazing at interacting inside of the queue where I think sometimes at Disney, the queue itself is amazing. And, and I think this is kind of where Disney shifting, where I think like rise of the resistance, no spoilers, I'm not going to ruin it for anybody, but cast members play a, a significant role inside of the queue versus any other ride where universal was doing that a couple years prior to that. So I have to say, like I was thoroughly impressed with the team members at universal and how they kept the, the quote unquote magic up and they made it a magical experience and had so much fun and was pulling me and my sister in and getting me excited for, I mean, I'm a Harry Potter fan forever. Like I, I love it. And it, it made the experience more magical. So I, I think sometimes everybody thinks that Universal is not as good as Disney or maybe don't hire the quality of people. I, I disagree with that. I, I think the quality of the talent in both places are very, very good. It's amazing customer service, amazing queue management, amazing interactions and things like that. Um, I, I would say the character meet and greets. Now, this is, you know, pre, you know, pandemic, right? So, you know, don't hold me to it if you go next month to Universal, right? I don't know what that experience looks like. But um, but it was just great. It was so much fun. It was so exciting. Uh, they wanted to take pictures. They 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 were more free roaming. Where you know at Disney they're a little more stationary. And uh, it was just it was awesome. Like I like there is magic in Universal. There there really is, and they're doing some some strides that puts Disney like competition breeds amazing experiences. And so. For what Disney has with the IPs that they have, and, and, and well, what I mean by IPs, intellectual, inter, intellectual properties such as you know Pixar and things like that, where I think where Universal might not have all the IPs that they do, they do a great job. But I, I what I do like about Universal, they're trying not to be Disney. They're trying to be universal in the best form of universal. And I think that's really, really healthy. I think that's good because obviously Disney is going to be Disney. Disney's not going to go to their competition and try to figure out that tight. Like how, how can I beat universal with this? Disney is Disney and Disney's going to do Disney. And that's what I like about a universal universal. Isn't trying to catch up to Disney. They're trying to create their own experience, their own niche, especially in the Orlando market. And they're doing well. Like I think the Harry Potter thing obviously pushed them over the edge. Um, there's rumors and, I, and this isn't confirmed, but it's, it's, all but confirmed um, that Nintendo Land is coming to Orlando uh, through Universal, which uh, the rumor is is, is going to be Mario, Zelda, Pokemon. Um, I, I think there's a couple other IPs that could be coming with that as well, which is could set like a precedent because it's it's going to be part of this new uh, theme park that Universal is opening at a third gate. So I mean, Universal is I think reputation wise, it's it's not fair. 
because it, 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 I think a lot of us think about it in a way of like, oh, it's for older kids, big roller coasters, Harry Potter land, not as magical, but it, it, it isn't. It, it's, it's absolutely worth it. Um, the only thing that I can really say negative about Universal right now is where I can go to Disney World for a week and not even scratch the surface on what everything Disney provides, where going to Universal for a week that's tough because I really feel like I can accomplish pretty much everything in probably three days. Um, now with the third gate coming and then some of the other things that they do and depending on the time of year, because they do have Mardi Gras and, um, Halloween horror nights. And then they do like Halloween horror nights is a huge attraction. If you like horror movies and you like scare houses and stuff like that, like that is something that you should absolutely consider universal does where it is not Mickey, not so scary. It is R rated. It is, very cool stuff. So if you're if you're into that kind of stuff, that is something that we'll talk about in a, in another part. Like I said, this is gonna be a four part series on Universal, and I in today we're talking about the reputation of and kind of overcoming that. But I think Universal with a third gate could become that destination four or five day destination that right now it's kind of hard to do a four or five destination. And we'll talk about like other things like resorts and stays and parties and events that they do. Uh, we'll talk about attractions that because we're going to talk a lot about like their attractions and their lands and stuff like that. But this is really for you to get more information because right now uh, Disney is still magical and Disney's going to be open and Disney's like we don't know what's next for Disney. Right. But we do know Universal is open and Universal is allowing more at this time and if you're looking to get the most out of your trip you know if you're heading to orlando like universal might be worth the two to three day ticket right now um so they're doing some things that i frankly i'm impressed with i think they're doing a really good job and it's made me think because we have a trip coming up in december to uh to disney world that we're like Hey, maybe we'll go spend two days in Universal. And I think that's going to be something that's really cool to kind of consider and see what comes next. But I think both of them are keeping precaution like they're supposed to be. Uh, I think they're just taking two different approaches and it's not a right or wrong. I'm just curious to see which one uh, which one is more effective. So um, I hope this series is going to be a, like help you understand universal a little differently if you've been to universal let's say in the last 12 months i would love to hear your opinion and perspective on it i think that is something that i think everybody would like to hear from so please like on facebook find me at this dad does disney um after i post this and comment what are your favorite universal tips and things like that and we're going to do uh, several episodes of this right so super super exciting stuff so with that being said, find me on Facebook, This Dad Does Disney. Listen to me wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, wherever you listen. And we do appreciate it tremendously. And most of all, thank you for your attention. I thank you for your time and thank you for your support. I love doing these episodes and this is just so much fun. And if you are looking for a travel agent, please reach out to Magical Travel Blair Bro. That's B-R-A-U-D. Blair Bro, uh, Blair with an E on Facebook. Her services are free. She does specialize in Disney, but she does book Universal and other uh, other destinations. So if you have any questions, she, her services are absolutely free. Give her a shout on Facebook. Tell her Jason sent you. And with that being said, keep those beers cold and tell your dad I said hi. Thank you.